0: Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. I'm Jonathan Friedman, and our next guest up in the studio is Mark Z. with another Mark Z moment. Mark, welcome back, as always, to Radio Entrepreneurs.
1: Thanks, John. Great always to be here.
0: Well, you are always uh, timely and topical with things you want to talk about, and uh, as we reemerge as a society, as a, as a uh, Commonwealth, uh, we're going to talk about bringing people back to the office. So what are the challenges? What do you see going on? I know it's uh, it's happening very quickly in the rest of the country. Massachusetts uh, is opening up as well. So what's, what's, what do you see?
1: Well, first of all, as we've had these discussions in terms of it seems like things seem to be happening quicker. Just like when the pandemic started, it was like this momentum to finally, we've got we've to go on hold in terms of our society because of this pandemic is happening so quickly. Now the good news is with vaccinations, the whole timelines have changed. A lot of companies and law firms and organizations of all kinds were thinking, okay, maybe in the fall, we can finally get people back or talk about it, um, or it could be into 2022. But as we've seen, a lot of this is happening quicker. Vaccinations are now available to everyone. You don't need an appointment. It's drop-in. You go to CVS, Walgreens, drop-in time. It's no longer trying to go on a site that uh, you get boxed out. So what's happening, um, organizations and firms are rethinking the time clock and trying to get people back as early as the summer, as early as June. And a lot of um, professionals, uh, a lot of um, even um, staff, they really don't want to come back as quickly. They hadn't planned on this. They don't know um, in terms of what arrangements they can make in terms of families that have childcare needs. So on one hand, if you poll employers, most employers would love to see everybody back full time in the office, in the seat, so to speak. If you polled Employees, like a lot of the polls have been doing, they want flexibility of some kind. Most of them are fine coming back in some way, but I think it's like 5% to 8% of the employees want to come back full time in the office. And so that's a challenge. One of the challenges—it's a, hu- a huge
0: challenge—and it's a big paradigm right. shift in terms of how how I think employers are going to have to deal with employees and and policy uh, acceptance and guidance.
1: Right, and um, one of the challenges um, is getting employees um, that want to come back vaccinated. And who's going to be the staff police? We've talked in previous episodes. You can have a health exception or a religious exception to being vaccinated because employers technically can have a policy that people have to be vaccinated, but a lot of employers don't wanna enforce it. They wanna use the carrot versus a stick approach. So employers are um, offering more sick days or or vacation days or letting people come back um, once they're vaccinated to take um, time where they can work from a lot of different remote locations. Google, Apple, a lot of organizations are giving incentives. Law firms are saying, you know what? You don't have to come back right away. Let's start with a day or two, and then we'll build up to a certain point. And then we'll still have some flexibility once you get vaccinated. We even have um, states giving incentives. You'll enter a lottery. You'll get um, lottery tickets. You'll get... um, a, uh, a $100 gift certificate or, or bond or even a American Express or, or check, whatever, any kind of incentive. Now, what's interesting, John, we never talked about this, but in the 50s, when you had the polio vaccine, that there was a real um, polio um, epidemic, you had almost 100% people getting vaccinated. They wanted to get vaccinated. They were like, sign me up, whatever. Now, I think it's political. It's um, just in terms of freedoms. I think it's technology, but you're not going to get that. And we're not going to get that herd mentality. So it's the challenge that um, that's really two extremes.
0: Well, it's a challenge on multiple fronts. I mean, I I, I agree with you how hardly we're we're not going to get anywhere near uh, what experts tell us is your herd immunity, 75, 80%, whatever that is. But I think there's multiple levels to it. One is this notion of um, if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask and you need to come into work. Uh, yet you don't need to provide any proof that you've been vaccinated. So everything is now on an honor system. Um, right. And we know that, uh, you know, t- take any slice, take a conservative number, 10% of the people never tell the truth. <laughs> you know? uh, so, you know, what right. do we do in that instance? And, and uh, I think all of us have probably been faced on some level. Um, I traveled a little bit outside of the area uh, last week, and the world is open. Uh, you know, virtually nobody in southern states, or I shouldn't say virtually nobody, but very few people are wearing masks. And I can tell you that um, it's it's a culture shock for people from the Northeast. I was walking around uh, Massachusetts yesterday and found many people wearing masks in public when we don't have a public mask ordinance anymore. So right. we're gonna have this huge dichotomy of people who believe in masks and will wear them uh, perhaps for a long time. And it's got real implications because now you got people stepping into an office environment wearing a mask and you're looking at them saying, is that person not vaccinated? <laughs> you know, Why are they wearing a mask? And it's that hesitancy to remove the mask. So right. I, you know, I think, I, I guess some of the conclusions and like your opinion in terms of where employers go is you have gotta listen to employees. You gotta hear them out. You gotta hear what their feelings are and what their, their concerns and fears are. I think what we've established is there was the hesitancy to wear masks. Now we've got people that are wearing masks that are gonna be hesitant to remove their masks. Right. And, and And now the flip side is that as I just alluded to, you have people inferring all kinds of things because people are either wearing masks or not wearing masks.
1: Are they vaccinated?
0: Are they not vaccinated? Can I get near them? Can I sit in a conference room with them? So um, I I think organizations are going to be up against that fine line of disclosing personal, i.e. health information and um, running an organization where people are open and honest and feel comfortable. And I think that's going to present a lot of uncertainty and a lot of gray over the foreseeable future.
1: (laughs) Right. No, I I agree with you. And I think in the end of the day, as you say, employers have to listen to their employees. It can't be, um, you're going to have to do this. You're going to have to do that. It's got to be a collaborative effort because you're looking long term. For example, um, we're uh, we're finding for 95% of our clients, they're lo- they're taking a long term vision. So they're they're going with the hybrid mode. They really want to have people in their seats, but they're like, we understand. And you know what? It's, it's shown through the working remote process that people can work from home. But at the same time, we really need the collaborative um, process side. So if you can come up with that balance, understanding like you can't dictate because it's not going to be good for long term collaboration, um, then that will work.
0: Yeah, I, I I tend to agree, and I think that hybrid model is here to stay. I think that you know um, uh, employers have to provide the the means and the capability to bring people together, but also to uh, to allow the remote work. Um, you know, I think it's a, a multifaceted, uh, you know, we're, it's, we're sitting in an empty office space at some point, uh, you look at it and you say, wow, well, you know, it's like a, a, a sporting event ticket from last week. It doesn't do us a lot of good,
1: <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs> you know,
0: so sitting with empty office space, suddenly you look at it and say, if people aren't coming back, what are we going to do? So I think we've got, we've got to get ourselves through multiple hurdles. Um, <laughs> but the, the bottom line here is, is communication, listening. And, uh, and, and I think a key word coming out of this pandemic is flexibility. We've all learned to Correct. pivot. Um, we've got to pivot. You know, we're going to face a lot. A lot of organizations, a lot of leaders are going to be facing things they've never felt, faced before. Um, and uh, I think it gets really sticky when it gets into um, health uh, right. because of all the protections and HIPAA and disclosures and whether or not you can ask people these questions and whether people want to disclose it. Uh, I found in general that most people are happy to disclose that they've been vaccinated. Um, but right. I suspect that we're also going to come up against people that are, um, not willing to be vaccinated and not willing to disclose whether or not they are. So that takes correct. us to, a, to, a, to, a back to the gray area. So
1: correct. Correct. All good.
0: As always, Mark, topical, timely, um, you know, thinking about what the future holds for employers and offering guidance and suggestions. Great stuff. This has been a Mark Z moment. Uh Mark, if people want to reach out and talk to you about, uh, either staffing or other employment related issues, what's the best way for them to reach
1: you? Well, John, first of all, just Google Mark Z, M-A-R-C and the letter Z, and we'll come right up, or Mark, go to markzlegal.com, M-A-R-C-Z-L-E-G-A-L.com, or 617-338-1300. You've been Thank listening
0: you. to Radio Entrepreneurs, and we'll be right back with another segment on Radio
1: Entrepreneurs.